Hey, everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by an incredibly eye-opening night out. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to The Engine. So I go out. I never go out. I'm an old man. You know, I got three kids. I got a wife at home. I'm not, I'm not like some nightlife kind of guy. I work in the evening, so I need some energy, and I just never go out. Never go out. But on Friday last week, I get a hold of my boy Mike, and I'm like, hey, hey, let's go out. Let's go downtown. Let's get a drink and just hang out. Nothing crazy, okay? So I'm thinking, like, we'll go to Primo's or, uh, well, you know, we'll go to Norm, somewhere in Danville, just, you know, a local dive and uh, grab a beer and then call it a day because that's what's in Matt's head. So my buddy Mike is like, I got you. And five minutes later, he texts me and he says, let's meet at this tiki bar downtown Walnut Creek and we'll start there. (laughs) Start? What are you talking about start? Like there's a start and a finish in Matt's life. I'm not getting to any kind of finish line that you're thinking about because there's no, there's no massive thing that I'm going to be doing. So I was blown away. I was like, we're going to Walnut Creek? That's going to take like 15 minutes to get to. I was thinking I'm going somewhere like three, four minutes from my house. And he's talking about going into, you know, the creek. So I go over to his house and he drives in. He's like, all right, we're going to start at the Tiki bar. We're going to go from there. It's like, buddy, listen, you're driving. I have no idea where we're going. You just tell me where to go and I'll, we'll do it. So we get to the Tiki bar, go downtown Walnut Creek, get to the Tiki bar. And on the way in, there's a hostess at the door. She's like, hey, would you guys eating? You just, you know, getting drinks. We're like, oh, well, we're just sitting at the bar. And she says, great. Can I see your, uh, and I thought she was going to say, see your IDs. I was going to be flattered because, you know, I don't really look like I'm 20. But she said, can I see your vaccinations? I was like, oh, oh, now mind you, I don't go out much. So this was kind of a, a novelty to me. I was like, oh yeah, sure. Now mind you, I have been vaccinated. I actually had COVID after I was fully vaccinated about four or five months after the vaccination. It was not pretty. And that's it, man. So I, it's like, fine, I'll show you the vaccination card, but it's pretty much meaningless because I had COVID and I could have spread COVID when I was sick, even though I was vaccinated, but whatever, here, here's the card, right? So I show her the card and, uh, my buddy Mike is like, yeah, here's my card too. So we sit down and we're drinking. And then I realized later, like a half an hour later, I'm like, hey, Mike, are you vaccinated? Because I knew this particular friend was not really into it, which is fine. I have no no problem. I respect the guy. I respect his choice to to take that risk. And he also has had COVID. So he's like, yeah, I'm not getting vaccinated now that I've had COVID. I'm just, the, the risks are higher for somebody who has had it and gets the vaccination. So I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna get it. So he says, no, I haven't. It's like, what did you what did you show that woman at the door? He said, oh, well, I have a vaccination card. Um, it has my name on it. And uh, I show it to people. It's like, what, what do you mean? And it just turns out that my boy, Mike, has essentially like a fake vaccination card. Um, now, look, the idea of getting into a bar with some kind of fake ID is not a new concept for a lot of people, right? Like people have fake IDs and stuff. But with the, with the COVID card, I was kind of like, man, that's intense. But of course you can see it coming. I mean, this is a guy who wants to go out. He's already has natural immunity. And whether you agree with him or not, this is something that he had. Now, mind you, the lady at the door didn't ask for anything, but to glance at some COVID card that we both had pictures of on our phones. Like this woman didn't know my name. She didn't examine the dates. She didn't examine. I actually have two pictures because on my, on my vaccination card, there's a vaccination on the front and then there's a vaccination on the back. For some reason, they didn't put both vaccinations on the same page or on the same side of it. So you actually have to look at both 
pages of my photo to see both vaccinations. She didn't do that. She didn't look at my ID or anything. So we enjoy our Mai Tai and then go on, go to the next bar. And this guy actually does ask to see our vaccination card and our ID, but he glanced at them so quickly. It is impossible that he saw any of the data, right? Like there's no way he saw my name and compared it to the vaccination card or the ID. It's just impossible, right? And again, my boy Mike did the same thing. Go to the third spot. I don't even know if they asked us for, for the vaccination card at the third spot. They, we just sat down and they said, hey, what, what would you like? Right? Actually, I take it back. There was a guy at the door. The bartender did not ask, but there was a guy at the door who said, can I see your vaccination card? So I hold it up. I'm not even holding my phone all the way up. And he's like, good. But I, I didn't even get it up to the point where he could physically see anything on it. He just says, good. And we leave. And I thought about this all weekend because I had a great time out with my buddy that's fine. I mean, I got home really late. It was, it was an exceedingly rare event in Matt's life. And I was tired all the next day and it was fine. Played basketball with the kids and had a good time, but I couldn't get the situation out of my head because it was kind of like fake IDs in college. It's like the, the bars that I went to and I didn't go out and drink a lot or anything like that, but the bars I went to, they didn't check IDs that closely. It was kind of like, They just, as long as you had something, they were happy about it, right? And they're like, ah, it says you're 21. I'm not going to check the photo, really. I'm not going to quiz you on the information or anything. They didn't didn't really care that much. And it was kind of like that in Walnut Creek. Like, they didn't actually care if we were vaccinated or not. They just cared to, to have deniability, which is, hey, I checked his card. It looked fine. What do you want me to do? And my buddy Mike, he he's not really vaccinated, you know, and they weren't trying to figure out if he really was or weren't. They were just like, hey, look, I trust you, whatever. All the time knowing that if they actually take up the charge of checking whether or not people are vaccinated and enforcing this rule that they don't necessarily like, then they're going to lose customers. And these are restaurants and businesses that have gotten hammered. And so they're just like, look, show me a card. Show me that it's vaccinated. Let's move on. Now, look, I can't blame really anyone here. Okay, I can't blame my buddy Mike. Because bottom line is he's already had COVID. He's worried about adverse side effects from the vaccine after having had it, which I don't think is inappropriate because early on in the vaccinations are like, look, if you've had it in any recent past, you can't get this vaccination right now, which is exactly what they told me when I went to get my vaccination. They're like, have you had COVID in the last 30 to 45 days? And I was like, no. So there is some concern there that everyone acknowledges. And I can't really blame the restaurants because the restaurants are not designed to be an extension of, you know, the Contra Costa Health Department. Right. Like the restaurants are just trying to sell meals and some drinks and, and get on with it and survive. So they're being put in this horrible position where they have this additional enforcement regulation. They're like, it's not it's not my jam. All of this I understand. But the thing that kept sticking with me is that we're both lying. And we know we're both lying. OK, the restaurants know that they're not actually enforcing this rule and the patrons know that they don't actually have to present real documentation. And I know it seems like a victimless crime, which, again, between the two parties, I pretty much think it is, right? If you're really worried about COVID, you can get vaccinated, you can get a booster, and you can just not go out to a restaurant downtown if you're going to be around unmasked people, right? And I don't mean to be insensitive, but if you're really, 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 really worried about it, don't consider downtown Walnut Creek like a sanitary place. What I am saying, though, is that because both parties are participating in this lie, the policy goes unchallenged, right? Like the fact that the restaurants have had to take up this charge to check vaccinations and the fact that patrons are supposed to be turned away if they're not fully vaccinated, because both parties are lying, 
there's no actual pushback against this regulation, which everybody knows that going in, it's like, we're going to lie to each other, right? So the problem is this policy is not one that the patrons of the restaurants want to have in place. And they're not participating or objecting to it. They're not actually participating in the, in the system where we all say we agree or disagree. They're just saying, yeah, 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 it's fine, whatever. I'll just show you this fake card. Now, again, the real issue is we're going to keep building onto these policies until we get the things like school vaccinations, where you're vaccinating six and seven-year-olds, some six and seven-year-olds who have already had COVID, right? So wrap your head around that. Once we all tolerate this shared lie that we're going to only go places if we're vaccinated, that the restaurants are going to be really you know, strict on it, all these things, we're all participating in this lie and the policy is going unchallenged, which means they can continue to build on the policy. They can continue to say, okay, this was received well, like it worked in the community, businesses went along with it, patrons went along with it, it's not a big deal, let's just force a mandate, or excuse me, mandate a vaccine on our kids. That's the problem, that we're going to continue getting more and more and more intrusive policies piggybacking on the existing policies that everyone is lying about. But those piggybacked policies, the mandate for the six-year-old to get a COVID vaccine, even if they've already had it, and have immunity, we won't be able to lie about that. We won't be able to push back on that because we will have already come so many steps down the road that we won't have a choice, right? Like it's too much at this point to just go along with a lie. It's not like a fake ID in college. If you're 20 and a half and you're going to a bar, I'm not advocating for underage drinking. I'm not advocating for drinking at all, but That's one of those things where it's like a 20 and a half year old is one, six months away from being quote legal. They can take their own life put their, excuse me, put their own lives in the, in the hands of the U S military, right? They can buy spray paint. They can buy guns. Okay. Look, I could see a real good argument for the 20 and a half year old to be able to drink. But beyond that, there's not a risk that they're really taking beyond their own life, right? Like if you go to a bar and you drink a lot, as long as you don't get behind a wheel, which is illegal, by the way. If you go to a bar and drink a lot, that's on you, man. Like, whatever, no big deal. Again, I'm not advocating for underage drinking, but I am advocating for recognizing that allowing policies that we don't agree with to go unchecked because we know we can all just lie and get away from it paves the way for worse and more intrusive policies that we will not be able to get out of. I am not a fan of vaccinating very young people that have a very, very low risk. Okay, I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. If you want to, that's fine. But I, what I want is the option to be able to do it or not for everyone. And I am somebody who's vaccinated. It does not make sense to mandate. I'm not a fan of mandating taking your health into risk or taking your health and giving you a shot because I have to protect somebody else, especially a six-year-old. That six-year-old should not be taking a shot to protect someone else. I understand if parents want to do it, that's totally fine. But mandating is not the way to do it. And unless people push back on the idea that we have to, you know, do these little small steps like show a vaccine card in order to get into a restaurant until restaurants push back, until patrons push back, vaccinated and unvaccinated patrons, until those people push back, we're at risk of this going farther and farther. It's not something I like. Consider how you're participating. 
consider if you are unknowingly participating in lies. And at the very least, consider where those lies lead you. I'm Matt Todd, and this is Unions That Drives Me. Go out and crush it.